episode. And today we're talking about a very famous person, Elon Musk. You probably heard of him. Owns SpaceX, owns Tesla. But we're talking about something. Forgot else. about the boring company, man. Yeah, the boring. He owns multiple companies. Okay, but and how he has talking- more kids than Lucid made cars in quarter two. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he has nine kids, which is surprising. But what was that one name like? Archangel, something like that. Yeah, uh, he uh, talked on a podcast saying that the reason why he has nine kids is that the U.S. population is dying out, and people should be populating at a rate of nine kids or something like that per family, or hmm. U.S. population will die out. So, okay. hey, the smart man says yeah. that. You so know, ten kids. No, just but, but Ryan, me and you should know this from apes. That there's different curves where there's stable growth, where the, that's you're for animals. Up, please, no, please, it's not for animals. Please, yes, it's not for animals. No, go back. We learned go about back. population curves in age. Yeah, well, dude, Elon is a smart guy. He pulled he pulled up the charts, bro, showing that we're going down. So we need go a lot of people back to the textbook. Come on, please. Okay, so I right, we're getting off topic, but the thing we're talking about today is Neuralink. If you guys don't know what Neuralink is, we're um, it's basically a fancy technology where. It, it basically goes into the brain and acts like it can do multiple stuff. But right now it's in the prototype area and really it can really do nothing right now. There's things that have been done on animals and that, but right now there's no point that it, it, it can really do something that's out of the ordinary. The thing that it wants to do in the future, like iPhones, they progress every year. Technology progresses every year. The end goal is probably to make like the neural link 12, like they have with the iPhone 12 or something like that and be able to cure not cure, but be able to let p- uh, people that are quadriplegic walk again, which would be an awesome thing for the medical field and the future of it. So, guys, let's just start this discussion. So, what do you guys think of this neural link? So, I did research before this, like a little bit of research, very quick, nothing like super in depth. But what I am gaining from, like, what I what I gained from that was that the thing that makes neural link very different. I'm sorry if you guys can hear some stuff in the background. It's thundering near me right now. Just letting you, you guys know that the for the rest place. of the podcast. But um, no one cares, okay, Amon? No one cares. <laughs> Literally. Get to the point, bro. All right. So Neuralink, <laughs> the main difference is that it is wireless with Bluetooth and that it contains its own battery. Because right now, all the other brain implants that are used have to be wired up. I like so implants. You're basically on a leash. While Neuralink, you can move anywhere. Yeah, so Neuralink, the funny, the cool part about it is that Neuralink was not the first one to do this. They've been doing this. They've been doing tests with multiple animals with different companies. I forgot the term for it. Was brain tech something? Brain something technology? Neuralink is brain tech. Sounds huh? scientific. Let's call it brain tech for yeah, chat. I don't know the scientific term, but for the dummy term for us is brain tech. So yeah. basically. The th- they're saying that uh, Neuralink is just a new company that just started this. And um, the science behind it is basically when we have neurons, we have a lot of neurons in our body. And when people are quadriplegic, um, they have neurons that do not work from the brain into the spine. So that connection cannot be made between that, uh, those neurons, because they're dead. They don't work. But with neural, um, with, um, this company and this uh, brain implant, they're planning to act like it's a Bluetooth or wireless connection. So they put it there and it can connect to your spine, fixing those dead neurons and being able to get that, that those neurons activated and back to whatever it was lacking before. 
So that's the science behind it. But that sounds very simple. Like, yeah, probably like, yeah, but it's not that simple. So yeah, like, whenever you go into the brain, it's very complex. Even I'm like stupid. And I know that like, neurons and like all that stuff. Neurology is like one of the most complex topics to study. I think another opportunity this actually could open up re- relating to like medicine and like caretaking healthcare in general would be how um, people, for example, with heart disease or diabetes, they can track different uh, like like tracking their blood sugar le- levels and the transmitting it automatically to their doctor could be done way faster when you have a chip in your brain. I feel like that's another option that because obviously not everybody is going to have that uh, the neuron issue with like not having a uh, oh, whatever. What? They already invented that. What? The, blood, the diabetes thing. Yeah, I don't think Neuralink can track that either. Yeah, diabetes. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. No, no, Roland has a point. Uh, he, there's multiple uses to it. But for the diabetes yeah. thing, there's already monitors that transport it. No, but what I'm saying is it's like not just it's like the diabetes one is just for diabetes right now when you have something in your brain already like a chip for example right that could be multi-purpose it could help transmit it could transmit like data for athletes for example it could give real-time data to their trainer saying through workouts like okay this is how much like exercise they're doing this is how many calories they're burnt like exact right how much muscle tear has happened etc cetera, etc cetera. you know what i mean uh-huh. I know what you mean. It could be used at that extent, but I feel like Elon's vision is more to the fact that it can. So Elon playing. So like again, like I said, thing this will generate. There's gonna be like a neural link one, two, three, up to whatever like the iPhones do every year. It it it, it detects as this neuron activity, and so they did a test on monkeys where they taught them how to play pong, this video game, through their thoughts. So the, through their thoughts, the neural link detected it and they played it on the screen. So the possibilities is that Neuralink can possibly make some superhumans in a in an extent. So like that that's where the controversy begins because Neuralink can technically make everyone a superhuman and extremely smart. Where there's no how do you say it? There's no barrier to like people that are like like for example SAT for example that's a standardized test. Everyone could get a sixteen hundred if everyone has a Neuralink implanted to them. Which I hey, I'm not minding that. Give me the Neuralink if I can get a sixteen hundred, but the thing is, there, there's controversy against that. If if everyone is a superhuman, what's the point of like society as a whole? So like that's that's the controversy that's going on today about that. But I think the medical now, aspect of it is great that they're able yeah. to treat people that's, that are quadriplegic and also have many deficient like some things that are life changing that can also uh, life changing like such as not being able to walk again. I think yeah. now that, that you mentioned the superhuman aspect, like the competition between like uh, humanity is actually interesting because um, if you, if you like, if you take a step back, right. To a third world country that doesn't have these resources that America, Britain, Germany, all these very developed advanced countries have, you could see that we are still very, almost superhuman compared to somebody sitting in rural Africa who doesn't have clean water, clean energy, or uh, even a Wi-Fi connection, right? So you could say that we're superhuman because I feel like even if you do give everybody superhuman like instincts, right? There's going to remain competition in the fact that um, some people are not just going to do anything at all. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So basically, um, going back to that, <laughs> dude, I'm on. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, I agree. Like everyone, but the, there's gonna the be slackers that, everywhere, right? No, 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 no. Listen, listen. No, you don't. The point I'm saying is that the controversy is that. If everyone gets a neural link, they'll be able to all have the same thinking process, be able to be superhuman in the fact that they're able to recall every memory, be able to recall every fact, be able to learn a whole medical degree in, with a software update. That's what they're worried about is the now, controversy, controversy you, about like, what's it called? Being able to be that smart with everybody else. Like everybody's able to have that capability. So there's no really competition. That's like the, he was on the note podcast and the, um, he agreed about that competition aspect that might be concerning about it. No, but wouldn't that open other opportunities to advance in research though? Oh, wait, you're saying that everybody's going to have the same thought process. Not, not that I'm saying like, so uh, this is what Elon, so someone, uh, so I'm saying that if everyone gets a neural link, yes. everyone will not, everyone will be able to, they're super smart. Like they're able to learn yeah. a medical degree, like a software update on the phone. That's the point. That's the concern that everyone have be that smart. There's no competition against other people. That's what people are concerned that it's going to be a superhuman society and there's everyone's going to be the same. You can have all yeah. the knowledge in the world, but it depends how you apply it, right? Yeah. Theoretically. I think it's really interesting how we're already thinking how it can be used in a different way than its main target, which was like paraplegic people that can't use their limbs because Neuralink is kind of a solution to people that aren't able to control their limbs because they've been, their spinal cord has been severed, right? So think about it like you're sending mail to someone, you're sending a letter to someone, a physical letter, obviously. Sure. You're, you're putting the mail in your mailbox. The mailman mm-hmm. picks it up, puts it in the other person's mailbox. If the mailman isn't there, the person who you're sending the letter doesn't get the mail. If you have a letter, they're not going to get the information. It's the same way as if someone who has a spinal cord injury, you're still sending the information from your brain, but your spinal cord is severed. So your limbs and your body parts aren't getting these information of what you want to do, like how we can easily just move our hands, move our Mm -hmm. limbs. Some people can't, and they may have been born with that, or they could have been in an accident or something. This basically Neuralink allows them to do that because the Neuralink will identify the neurons activating in the brain. And you can use, and there have been tests already where people have used articulating robot hands rather than just prosthetic limbs that we have right now, which sometimes you have to interchange the hand that you have in there, depending on what activity you're doing. Some people have a fixed hand. Some people have different, like, there's like claw hands that have been used for like working out, pull-ups, bench press. And this Neuralink, this new technology of Neuralink will greatly help people instead of having to change out things or have an arm that's just fixed, you're able to finally articulate it because instead of your neurons not being sent over, like the mailman's not there, think of it like instead of just sending a letter, you send an email instead, right? Which is more common now, but we're thinking back like when email wasn't a thing. Now think of Neuralink as like an email where it's using Bluetooth to a prosthetic limb, which is able well, to- Oh yeah, I agree. That's, that's the beginning of Neuralink. But here, 
That's what mo- that's what like one part of it. And that's not the main goal. Neural like yeah. Elon said. Elon said, of course, helping. The- that's what the trials are for right now. Going because there has to be a there's a risk and benefit analysis with it. You don't want to give to someone that's not quadriplegic because you don't know the risk involved can be much higher than the benefit. They want to oh, give yeah. it to someone that in the trials because really if they can get the if they can get the ability to walk again that outweighs a lot of risk right because that's a big big benefit that changes their lives yeah that changes their life that's what i'm saying so that's the beginning of Neuralink. their their thought and reasoning is basically installing your brain as the new iphone that's what they're that's what elon's idea is oh so it's almost like bluetooth for your brain right where it's like it's like analyzing what your brain wants and then transmitting it to a like a prosthetic right that yeah. will allow you to like just the way we think it's brainless for us right oh i want to move my hand while i talk but for somebody who's paraplegic that's not possible obviously yeah. so the tech okay so the technology is there to solve that yeah not so, necess- so basically their brain is still working yeah the messenger is not working which is your spinal cord it's severed so when your brain says the information, it gets stopped because it, it only receives to a certain point because it's severed. Their, uh, their limbs aren't able to receive it from the spinal cord because the spinal cord has like interconnected neurons while your motor neurons have... aren't working. Yeah. Anatomy, bro. Exactly. So, no, yeah. That's so... interesting. My question is how do we get from solving a problem for people that have severed limbs? to like superhuman society where's the link it's it's the same thing with the with phones we used to just have phones where you just called people just so it was easier to talk to person talk to people hear their voice rather than driving to see them now it's like you have a computer in your pocket where once we were just solving the problem of being able to talk to people now we've evolved enough where we do most of our daily tasks on our phone. Many people decide not to have computers anymore because they're like, I can do most of this on my phone. I can do this on an iPad or something like that. Mm-hmm. It just shows how we adapt and evolve and even strive and thrive to do better as people yeah. and be- make our lives easier, advance our society to make everything better. Now I, I want to touch upon that actually. You mentioned one thing about like the phone thing, how we went from having a uh, pretty much like dead phone, right? That only called, not even text, right? To a um, phone that actually has everything, like all the information. So wouldn't you think even back then people feared that if everybody has like unlimited access to information at the, at the tip of their fingertips, wouldn't that make society unfair? When is yeah, that's, that- that's the point of yeah that's what i was trying to say so earlier back we had now. that in the past right so what's the difference going to be now but the thing is all right it's not like yeah Neuralink. the little part is the messenger part the main thing you're installing a c- computer yeah it, it, it transmits the messages but the thing with Neuralink, you um elon said is that you you it's like a lot of software uh, software engineering coding you have to install the code into the brain right so it's not really about your brain telling you what to do sometimes it's more of installing it into the brain that's what Neuralink will do and then it will communicate it through it so there's a lot of um there's a lot of stuff involved in that process so first of all the it's so once we get into Neuralink whatever in a couple I'd say like 15 years Elon said that there's a possibility we'll be able to have every we can save memory so you can just tell your you tell your mind to save a memory and mm-hmm. it'll save it for you so you can recall that memory 
whenever and you can replay it in your head so your head you can like visually see it in that so it's going to be literally giving you superhuman powers in your brain and the reason why is that 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 as software updates continue and new neural links it's going to be like a phone you replace your neural link every two years or something right so it'll be something at that level and they're probably going to make this procedure less invasive where you don't have to go through the brain completely maybe they can do something else where it'll be less invasive and less um less of a risk to install this neural link so the thing is the concern is um that was brought up with um to elon was what happens with if everyone's able to have the ability to have learn anything and just install every and anything can be hacked your phone can be hacked nowadays so what happens someone can hack into your brain that's that's concerning and scary so like those are stuff that that are concerning how can they control it because like your phone can get hacked into what happens if your brain can get hacked to what can they do with your brain that that that's like some scary stuff that that's been concerned about yeah going back to what you were saying before about the medical procedures you're dealing with a very dangerous part of the brain i mean with a part of the body which is the brain it's the most important or organ arguably some people say heart brain interchangeable whatever but the thing is it's still one of the most sensitive and important uh, organs of your body and when you're doing this uh procedure there's many risks involved that are well known and like well documented is like infections with surgery because infections happen with any surgery but imagine an infection near your brain tissue Uh, there's also brain uh bleeding in the brain which is not very good at all and then there's also tissue damage to your brain which if you tissue in the brain and neurons do not regenerate that's why they're trying to make Neuralink because your neurons in your spinal cord don't regenerate right that's why they're making it but there's also the risk during surgery with tissue damage on your brain mm-hmm. yeah and we've been talking about about Neuralink and the like how it is and the thing is like i feel like this is a great advancement again i said this like i don't want to repeat it but like yeah it's a great advancement into the medical field the the main priority I guess right now for them is trying to implant into those quadriplegic people or that patient population and getting that done in humans because they, they tested on monkeys and uh, sheep and those are effective, but not nothing is as real and as effective study until you get to humans, right? So that's the process as a whole, but knowing Elon and Elon's team, they're really brilliant people. He, he SpaceX, they're able to achieve great stuff that NASA couldn't even achieve by themselves. So I think his team is really smart and they'll be able to achieve stuff that would be um what to call it, not even like you would not think that it was it would, it would it would be possible. Like knowing that you can manipulate the brain and get people to ability to walk again is kind of crazy to me. And knowing that the like the future of medicine and landscape of medicine is changing rapidly is just amazing to see that. So um Honestly, like, I, th- I understand the concerns, but I think those concerns are, like, for the later concern, maybe 20 years from now. So, uh, I guess. Yeah. There yeah. are always risks with new technology. Like, there's no doubt that this is an amazing innovation that Elon Musk and his company have been able to achieve because this is completely new. Where We've had brain implants before, but they've been wired, right? This is a completely new product where you're with the wired you're, I like I said before you're on a leash this you can move around wherever you want 
it's an amazing innovation, but there's always risks with new innovations. You know, we, we innovated with a smartphone having all this stuff on it and a new risk popped up out of that too, with being on your phone while driving, you get into a car accident. You could be one of the people uh, that become paraplegic and then, uh, and then eventually Neuralink could maybe help you. Or but even, just like, show- yeah. what even you like say? the fact that, um, having the the research done being done on rays and that potentially leading to cancer right yeah. um, because three four years back i mean not uh, 10 20 years back everybody used to wear the have their cell phones like in their in their uh you know like the pocket right and then there used to be like random studies showing that sometimes that could lead to some uh cancers in that area right so there's we still don't even know the true effects of like 5g and wi-fi and smartphones in this day itself uh yeah <laughs> oh yeah i understand those concerns um but like yeah the thing is with Neuralink, we gotta understand hey we're dealing with the brain so i guess 5g is <laughs> less concerning for um i mean it's right now though i know but like that doesn't affect that much of like it's not as big as a risk as like implanting something to your brain no what i'm trying to say is that there, like even technology that we have right now we still don't know the effects that we're we're gonna see those effects in 30 40 years that yeah so that's anything has a risk i agree everything has risk and some are minority risks like that yeah you can get cancer because like you we eat uh strawberries for example, and those pesticides can cause cancer to us. So everything has a risk. And I agree. I think Neuralink should not be stopped and it should just continue on. But the the risk of like being superhuman in that, I hope, and like the, the risk of being able to like hack into other people's brains, I think those are concerning. But again, we'll, we'll come across that one day and I hope Elon's team, they're smart enough, they'll be able to fix that problem or be able to find a solution to that problem. But honestly, I feel like, what do you guys think at the end about this innovation of medicine? Yeah, so there's always risk with every with everything, but there's important risk management. It's manage the risk. See if the risk is worth the outcome or worth like the opportunity that you get out of. Is the risk of damaging the brain, infection, bleeding in the brain, worth having someone be able to walk on their own move their hand on their own, articulate their hand. Is that worth it for the risks that come along with it? So I guess that's really it for Neuralink. So this was our really opinion on Neuralink and uh, how to change the landscape of medicine. Do you guys want to add anything before we end it off? No, I think that's all. No, Uh, yeah. Well, let us know what you guys think of Neuralink and let us know what else you want us to talk about in future podcasts. We'll be releasing very frequently, hopefully twice a week. So I hope you enjoyed this. And also check out the forum, boys, if you haven't. It's in the link in the description. All right, see you, chat matters. See you guys. Bye-bye.